welcome to the Keep Going Podcast, where we encourage, inspire, and transform lives. My name is Judy Perfect, your host and Keep Going Encourager. Hello and welcome to the Keep Going Podcast. We're continuing our series this week on communication, and this podcast is going to be on asking great questions. Now, good communication is a bridge to help us keep going in any situation that we might find ourselves in. You know, whether it's in marriage, our children, in work environments, if we want to be successful, it's going to be very important that we learn how to communicate and to communicate effectively. Now, earlier this month, we focused on the value of listening. This week's focus is going to be on communicating by asking some great questions. Most people think that good communication consists of always doing the talking. However, if you really want to learn how to communicate, learn how to ask some great questions. John Maxwell, who is world-renowned for his leadership knowledge and ability, he wrote a book a few years ago that I've had for some time now. It's called Good Leaders Ask Great Questions. Now, you might say to yourself, but I'm not a leader. However, but we're all leaders in some form or fashion. In some respect, everybody's leading. Someone is always watching you. They're watching what you say. They're watching what you do. So as a result of that, whether you think it or not, you're influencing them in some kind of respect, in some respect. And thus, you're basically leading them. So even in our regular conversation with our spouses, our children, co-workers, someone is leading the conversation because they are asking questions. Now, these are questions out of being inquisitive or out of being curious now, which is a little bit different from being nosy. Those are not the kind of questions that I'm asking about. Asking questions says to the other person that you're interested in what they are saying and in what they are thinking, which is different. Nosy means that you're just nosy. That's it. You just want to get information so that you can share it or spread it or whatever. But we're talking about really showing interest in that person that you're speaking with, really showing interest in what they're saying and and how they're, they're thinking about what they're saying. You know, it helps to invoke deeper thinking and it opens up the door. When you ask great questions, it opens up the door for a wider range of conversation. Dale Carnegie said to be interesting, you must be interested, meaning that you've got to be interested in someone else. If you want to be an interesting person yourself, then you need to show that you're interested in others. And one of the ways you can do this is by asking great questions of that other person, because they will know, hey, you're really into what I'm saying. You're really thinking about me. Asking questions is a skill anybody can acquire. We can all acquire uh, this, this skill of asking questions. And there's a lot of good reasons why we should do so, why we should take this into consideration. Some are to obtain knowledge about somebody, someone that you know about something. Uh, Also, it helps you demonstrate humility by letting the other person know that you are genuinely concerned about them. You're willing to put whatever it is that you have on your mind. You know, some of our minds run like computers and we're just wanting to to keep going, keep going, keep going. Uh, But when you're able to, to ask questions, then you're asking that person or showing that person that you're genuinely concerned about them. You're also able to see the other person's point of view and not just what you want to project. 
we all know that relationships are started with questions. You know, what do you enjoy doing? Where do you live? What do you do? What are your favorite movies? What foods do you enjoy eating? Um, you know, my mom used to ask her, and we already knew that a good conversation was going to come out of this. Whenever she met someone else or someone came by the house that she didn't really know their backstory or their or their family, she would always say, well, who are your people? And so we could just kind of dig in because we knew this was going to be a good conversation because she's going to run down the whole family tree once they started answering her questions about who their people were. So we would, you know, always look 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 forward to those conversations. Also, asking questions helps you to solve problems or concerns that you might have. We don't know everything. We don't know all things. Only God does that, uh, knows everything. We don't. So we have to ask some questions sometimes just to try to solve some of the problems that we might be experiencing or some concerns that we might have. Asking questions also strengthens relationships, and that's both personal and work relationships. A lot of times uh, spouses especially will go around withholding they really want to know something but they for whatever the reason might be they'll keep it to themselves they won't just ask a simple question and sometimes if you just ask a simple question for explanation or for understanding it will keep down a lot of misunderstanding uh but unfortunately people just for whatever reason we'll talk about some of those reasons in a second they will not just ask those questions same thing with work relationships you know, instead of just being upset or making an assumption about a person, a coworker, whatever, just ask, just ask questions. Great question. Again, not just to be nosy, not to be messy, but to really find out and to understand that other person better <clears throat> than what you know at this time. Also, it helps us to gain clarity of a particular situation. It helps us to increase our creativity. You learn more when you ask questions of other people. Uh, you learn how to do things sometimes that you didn't had no idea uh, existed. It also builds your confidence by learning more. It also helps you to maintain curiosity. That's why children are so, they're so good at asking questions. They don't care. They'll ask because they want to know. They are very curious. Watch a toddler, watch a, a, a younger child. They're one of their favorite words. Why? Why this and why that? And if you really take time out, we can learn so much from children, especially about asking questions, because they will ask. Uh, if we could just learn the freedom that they have in asking questions, we would be so much better communicators uh, because of the fact that we can learn from them. We can learn how, how they express themselves by asking questions, how they learn by asking questions. Questions also help us to communi communicate with ourselves. Um there's a book by John Mason that we're going to talk about a little bit later in the podcast. And it's, the name of this book is called 40 Questions to Ask Yourself. So we'll get on that in just a minute. So why is it that we do not ask questions or some people do not ask questions? Well, one of the reasons is fear. Fear that their question might be considered a dumb question. And when I was uh, on the training staff at this corporation for uh, some years there, there we started saying to the students, there is no dumb questions, and and that I've I've heard that, and I've used that even as I've taught and I've trained classes, and I've heard people, other instructors say there is no dumb question because people will they'll be hesitant to ask a question because they think their question is dumb, 
There's no such thing as a dumb question. If it's a sincere desire of something that you want to learn, you need to ask that question. And either the person will either have an answer or they won't have an answer. Or they'll say, you know, I don't have an answer, but I can get you that answer. But there's no such thing as a dumb question. Another reason why they sometimes people refuse or do not ask questions is because of insecurity, feeling inadequate, depending on who they are that they're speaking with. If they feel like this person has more status than they do or has more uh, higher position or just whatever the reason might be, they might be feeling insecure or they might be feeling inadequate. And so as a result of that, they'll withhold there are questions that they might be thinking and really want to know some valuable information. And and oftentimes the person that they're talking to is willing to give them that information, but they will withhold it because of the fact that they don't want to come across as if they back to the dumb question thing, or if they are, don't know what they're talking about. Another reason is that they might've been repeatedly put down uh, before when they've asked questions before. Sometimes children get to that point. If they're growing up uh, and every time they ask a question, they're immediately cast aside and, you know, disregarded and not, they get to the point of where they won't ask. They'll just hold it in. Uh, and that will carry all the way into adulthood. They'll do it when they're in their relationships. They'll do it on their jobs. They'll do it in other social uh, environments that they might be in. Another reason is that you might just plain have a lack of concern. It might be a, a lack of concern for the other person. You just may not be interested in that person. And so you don't even bother uh, to ask questions. But you know what? I, I want to encourage you, even if you're not interested in that person, we can always learn something from somebody else. Always. There's always something to be learned. So I, I would just really come out of, out of myself and just go ahead and just ask the question. Even if you're not necessarily interested, you might be interested once you start asking questions. Also, uh, you feel like you have to know the answer to all uh, everybody else's questions. So as a result of that, when they're asking questions, you don't know the, you don't know the answer, then you refuse to ask a question because you don't want Basically, you don't want them asking you any questions. I know that sounds a little weird. But anyway, so you don't ask questions because of the fact that you don't want to have to answer their questions. So you're not asking questions. So nobody's asking questions. So uh, so as a result of that, nobody's really getting any uh, or having any really effective communication going on. Another thing is that you feel like you lose control when someone else is talking who appears to know what they're talking about. So you don't want to appear that you're not intelligent or abreast of the subject matter, so you just don't ask any questions. And then some people feel like they have too much to hide. So they refrain from asking questions because they don't want anyone else to ask them questions. They feel like questions might expose what they are hiding. Now, Jesus was a master at asking questions. I love reading as my late uncle would say, I love reading the red, the red writing, those red words in the Bible, because I love how Jesus communicated with everyone that he came in contact with. And one of the, 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 the methods that he used was he asked questions. Now, his questions would cause you, uh, cause individuals to stop, think, and reflect. 
The questions were not asked to inform Jesus, because as I said earlier, Jesus is omniscient. He knows everything. He knows all about us, even before we even think a thought in our mind. So it wasn't because he was trying to find out. He didn't need to try to find out because he already knew. But the questions were designed to transform the individual he was speaking with to get them to see themselves and to see their lives, to see what they believed in, who they believed in. Jesus asked numerous questions in the New Testament. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm just going to mention a few here, but there were so many more uh, that I encourage you to read that red writing, as my late uncle would say, to see some of those questions that he asked. Questions that make that makes us think. Questions that that, that, that that continues to even transform our lives today. His questions cause a person to think and to make some choices. You know, when he asked Peter, when Jesus asked Peter, questioned Peter, when he asked him, who do you say that I am? He wanted to know what did Peter think, who he was. In Luke 5 and 8, he asked the man who had been an invalid for 38 years, do you want to get well? Now, first of all, he knew how long that man had been there. He knew what was what was going on with him. He knew the ailment in his body, but he really wanted that man to reflect on that question for himself. Do I really want to be made well? A lot of times, sometimes we'll say that we want to be made whole. We want to be well, but in all actuality, in our heart, we really don't. But he was asking him because he wanted to know, do you want to really be made whole? Do you want to change your situation? Do you want to change your condition? And sometimes we have to ask those hard questions of ourselves. Do we really want to change this state that we're in? Do we want to make that move? Yeah, we'll say it, but in our hearts, we we have to search our hearts and say, is this something that do I want to put into work to do this? In Matthew 9, 28, there were two blind men who came to him, to came to Jesus to be healed. Jesus asked him, do you believe that I'm able to do this? He was really just kind of like testing their faith. They had to ask themselves, now, do we really believe that Jesus can do this? Do we believe that he can heal us? And those, those are the kind of questions that make us say, do I really believe or am I just using lip service? So his, his questions were very thought-provoking. In Mark 4 and 40, Jesus would ask his disciples, why are you so afraid? Jesus was sleeping on the boat. And he was like, are y'all, you still don't know what you, who you have with you? Uh, you know, I'm Jesus, and 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 you are afraid of this storm. I'm the I'm the person who can calm the storms, and that's all Jesus was trying to get them to see. Why are you so afraid when you have me on the boat with you? We have to ask ourselves why Why do we get so afraid when we know we have Jesus with us? And He said He will never leave us nor forsake us. We do not have to be afraid. We do not have to be discouraged. So did Jesus know who He was? Yes, He knew. Did he know how long the man had been an invalid and wanted to be held? Of course he did. Did he know the two blind men wanted mercy and healing? Yes, of course. It was a test of their faith, like I said. Did he know the disciples were afraid? Yes, he knew the disciples were afraid. But he wanted them to see. He wanted them to, like I said, think. He wanted them to to really dig into, uh, look into their hearts to see where they stood and what they believed in. Sometimes we need to stop and have conversations with ourselves, as I mentioned earlier, and we can ask ourselves some great questions. John Mason, in his book, 40 Questions to Change Your Life, he outlines some great questions that we can ask ourselves. We can have a little talk with ourselves. Just a few of them go like this. If you are not you, then who are you going to be? 
The next one is, what's your favorite excuse? And then, why are you still using it? What progress are you standing in the way of? What have you started that you need to finish? What would you look what would your life look like if you were the most grateful, thankful person that you know? Food for thought, right? Or should I say questions for thought? Now I trust that you've enjoyed and been encouraged to keep going by becoming a person of interest and curiosity by asking great questions. And my question for you today is have you helped someone else to keep going? By sharing these podcasts. And I pray that this answer, that this question that is, is thought provoking and that you will think of someone today that you can share these podcasts, these keep going podcasts with. So let's improve our, our communication, asking great questions. And then please don't forget the value in listening. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you on next week. Thank you for listening to the Keep Going Podcast. I trust you have been encouraged, inspired, and transformed today. I'm Judy Burpick, and I'm your Keep Going Coach. Make sure you visit me at keepgoingcoach.com. And remember to always keep going.